podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and uh, it's a, I could not have asked for a, a better group of gentlemen to join me to uh, rake over, I think, three games of football to discuss uh, the fine assemblage of men we have here. What a robust selection of chaps here. A big assemblage. Here. So it's, it's a what? A big assemblage. It's a big assemblage. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a big surge. Like <laughs> I thought you like said big wars. sandwich. Surge couldn't make it. In wars, when they go have a certain big surge, like in the Iraq War. Um, with me, uh, Jim Grant. Hello, Jim. Good evening. And uh, joining us again, it's uh, author of An Irrational Hatred of Luton, uh, West Ham Till I Die, and The Legacy of Barry Green. It's Robert Banks. Good evening. Here. And uh, also joining us, uh, Jim, if you... If you say the word sports journalism, you think of Norman Mailer, Hunter S. Thompson, sports real men that knew their sport. And, and, and if, you, if you look in the dictionary... And none um, of them are available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get that. <laughs> if you look in the dictionary under Jim Munro... Well, that's the phone book. <laughs> the You've looked in the wrong book. You well, they've got my prison number me. alongside. Yeah, that's right. uh, it's uh, the, the experienced sports journalist. It's Jim Munro. Jim, you've that been means wanting, old, doesn't uh, it? Old, old, elderly sports journalist Jim Munro <laughs> is amongst us. Indeed, uh, Jim, you've just been writing about the, the WWE. I have WrestleMania overnight, which was a short seven-hour festival of grappling mm. and. Uh, pre-written storylines, pretty much like Mark Noble's testimonial. Yes, that's uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all very planned. Yes, actually, that was uh, thinking. That I, I actually that thought crossed my mind that watching it. This is a bit yeah. like that wrestling thing where everyone sort of kind of agreed. What the little yeah. obviously there were little kind of set pieces that were planned Indeed. in advance and whatever. Or and reliving like moments. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, ushering Mark Noble, yeah. inviting Mark. But, yeah, that's one my nine-year-old uh, yeah. absolutely loved the afternoon out. Right, uh, well, it was great, and we'll come to talk about that. I think yeah. uh, now. Well, the last time we did one of these was we uh, was after the Manchester United Cup game uh, up yes. at Old Trafford, and that was uh, you and myself, Jim. Uh, and we haven't done one since then. Uh, mm. So we've got the Chelsea game to talk about, yeah. the Mark Noble testimonial to talk about, and the Crystal Palace game. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's uh, uh, that's a whole wedge of football to discuss. Indeed. Well, it's like a sandwich of football with pantomime in the middle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. So. Um, so uh, let's let's crash straight in. I think we this might be quite a tight, punchy podcast this evening. Unlike, right. which is very we are <laughs> really? exactly the wrong group to, to get into to this. We have, I mean, we we, we 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 used to hit the hour mark pretty frequently uh, by not talking about football. Yeah. So WWE, yes. uh, what's, what's that about? Um, so the Chelsea game was uh, that slightly. I went res- to the Chelsea game. Sort of rescind- ah, Jim. Yeah, so there? I was yeah, there. Yeah. Yes. Jim, anyone and else? We, go? We, I didn't go. No, I was uh, no. watching a stream. We, uh, I did watch the. the uh, not in the country, so I was watching on the computer. Right. No, no. Yeah. Uh, we was robbed. We played bloody well in that game. Mm-hmm. We really were excellent, superb, really. Lanzini was just outstanding. His first couple of games coming back after injury, you could sense he wasn't quite sharp, but mm. last the last couple of games, I thought he was our best player on. Um, Oh, on Saturday and, and uh, against Chelsea he was just stunning actually mm. and mm-hmm. really they couldn't cope with him and Pyatt r- running at them um, 
and you know we we, we yeah we were genuinely robbed on on, well, on, a, on a couple of accounts. You know there was there was the kind of sneaky moving of the ball back to give himself you know twelve yards to clear the, yeah, yeah. the wall. And yeah, just you know, why doesn't it's like kind of once the referee sort of does something like that, there's like n- nothing that a player can say to him, even if the player's being perfectly reasonable yeah. and pointing mm-hmm. out something that is clearly the case. There's just obviously some directive that they don't listen to anything a player mm. tells them, or certainly not if it's a West Ham player. I wasn't sure that he had actually moved the ball back. I thought he had at first, but then when you saw the replay from the other angle, there was that spray, the foam mm-hmm. spray was under the ball still. So it was so just a the, question the, of the moving just them too far it, back. He just marched it yeah, out too far. Because it was mm. way too far yeah. back, wasn't mm. it? They were yeah. 12 yeah. yards away, weren't they? Somebody, yeah, yeah. those computer yeah. graphics measured it. Yeah. Um, uh, and of course the penalty was, was just was just a nonsense. It was absurd. It was yeah. a nonsense. Yeah. Outside the box. I mean, debatable um, even whether it was actually a, a foul. foul. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It, you know, assuming that you accept that it, perhaps it was, that it was contact and, he, you know, he went over. Uh, it was. It wasn't. Clear. It wasn't like even the Alex Song one, which was just outside. Mm. It was about a yard, yard and a half yeah, outside. Yeah, it wasn't, was it? It wasn't outside, even yeah, close. Yeah. And yeah, the, no, how a linesman looking across? You can understand that an ang- a referee running behind that, yeah. the foreshortening of distance and the speed at which it's going. I think that's an understandable mistake for a referee to make. But God. he went on the linesman's call, and the linesman's looking across. Well, there were there were um, there were two, you know, quite separate angles of it on um, you know on a, on a Facebook post on the on the Hammer Time sort of Facebook page. One makes it look like there was the slightest contact between the players. The other makes it look like there isn't any, and he just goes over. Yeah, there he was no. there Because was. he trips himself up. He trips himself up. Well, he, well he's, he's, his foot is knocked into his... He yeah. doesn't... He didn't deliberately trip himself. It wasn't a dive. It's like a rugby tap but, tackle. Uh, it was like a tap tackle, yeah, in that yeah. sense. And I don't think there was any intent on... Antonio's part to, to actually try and trip him. They, no, they, no. they just they just made contact. Yeah, I mean you'd accept that given as a foul. Yes, okay, you know perhaps a bit harsh, but yeah. what you know really gets everybody's go. I don't buy into all people coming up with ridiculous conspiracy theories now yeah. in social media. I don't buy into all that, but mm. you somehow know that if the shirts had been the other way round, that yeah. would not have been given as a penalty. That's what. That's what you really sensed. Uh, that that referee was was really keen to get them back in the game. Well, well yeah, that, even that, that's in the what's game pissed me yeah, off yeah. a lot in the last both the Manchester United game, that Chelsea game, and with Clattenburg, That sort of sense the keenness with which yeah. referees seem to yeah. want to give decisions yeah. against yeah, yeah, us, yeah, particularly yeah. at Old Trafford. The um, uh, after the penalty. Uh, Adrian booted the ball away, didn't he? And Fabregas made a point of going over to the referee oh, and saying, yeah, look, yeah, he booted yeah, the ball away, yeah, you've got to yeah, book yeah. him. And yeah. he did. He, he, he wasn't going to book him up to that no. point, I don't think. No, so, no, no. You know, no, most referees um, would have said, oh, piss off. I mean, there was that game earlier the season, was it Sunderland at the Bolin? And uh, that was a catalogue of the referee making a mistake, trying to even the mistake up by almost, almost delivering, an, uh, delivering another mistaken verdict on something that happened just trying to continually even it up like we said it's like trying to even up a pair of sideburns uh, <laughs> you know by continually cutting away at them until they've gone you know it's like uh, um, and, and it was wrong decision after wrong decision to try and even things up because Antonio had been dragged back hadn't he and he'd let it go hmm. so then he gave another one that was like not as bad to try and even that up, then gave something to the other team. It was sort of bonkers. And yeah, Clattenburg at the weekend, that felt similar as well, in that he was 
you know, just seemed to be trying to get Palace back into the game, you know, trying to sort of, uh, you know, make the to and fro fro of the game keep going, you know. Once one team got ahead, he was hoping, you know, that the other Mm. team would sort of get back into the game. It's just extraordinary. I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, we could sort of jump forward to the one that we can, since we're on referees. Yeah, but, I think, uh, I but, think that um, makes sense. Yeah, that... that the Chiati ones, because, because, because it's not... He didn't have both feet off the ground. It's just that, mm. you know, what used to be called a sliding tackle is what he was doing. And then there's this... There's this way that sort of, you know, mitigates the idea of a sliding tackle, which, which has always been all right to say, well, his studs were up. Yeah. And he it was rash. Studs, whatever, studs whatever. Up, they weren't. No, they no, weren't. No, they weren't. And he got a bit of the ball. So in the yeah. old days, that just would have been not a foul because mm. he played the ball. But um, having said that, Kurati was a little bit off, off it for him and he's been brilliant this season yeah. Yeah. Um, he just it wasn't long after he played that, that back, back pass, pass that mm. um, ended up with Cresswell having to clear it off the line and it was a bad control, bad piece of control that yeah. led to him having to sort of try so and get the ball him. back yeah, yeah. and I think it was all in his head so I think it was there was a kind of sort of sense that it was a little bit rash wasn't yeah. it where things were getting yeah. away from him a little bit and Gail made a massive meal of it as he, his, did, well, he went know, down clutching his knee whereas yeah, it was sort of yeah. more the contact was more with his shin than his yeah. knee yeah. 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 you've got to bear in mind he was the guy who was sent off for Palace yeah. when we played them at their place yes. yeah. and so it would have been in his mind that it's like yes. well, I've got a chance to get someone sent off here yeah so apparently we are going to appeal it mm. but yeah. I don't think it will get rescinded this one because I, I think it's just it. it's just a matter of sli- it is a kind of matter of interpretation mm-hmm. isn't yeah. it mm-hmm. and, and um, I don't think it's a it's not a kind of it's not a kind of glaringly obviously wrong decision as such it's just a I question think it's of one of those where it's harsh, if, if that had it? been against us, we'd have all been going, oh, come on, ref. And yeah. then yes, if the guy sent yeah. off, we'd have all been laughing, saying, well, that was never a red card. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you've only got to, see, you've got to see the um, division of opinion in the media already over it. And in the previous mm. two appeals that we've had that we've won, it's been pretty much black and white. Well, yeah. there's no... There's, yeah, but you can discount... Yeah. I mean, the only, the only pundit I've seen has actually sort of said it was a sending off as Ian Wright, and you mm. can discount him as uh, a, a Crystal Arsenal. Palace player. And also <laughs> Arsenal, who we're playing next, is quite keen for Kearty yeah, yeah, not to yeah. be in that game. Yeah. The commentator was quite adamant. He did play for us. Well, no, that was just yeah. rubbish. Yeah. He did play for us. He did play for us eventually. Yes. Unlike Mark Lawrenson and Alan Shearer. Well, Shearer is very keen because... Got so much abuse on social media. He's quite keen to say nice things about West Ham. Yeah, yeah. But it was, um, uh, uh, you know, obviously the the Kiati sending off sort of impinges on uh, the game that we got at the weekend. But just to go back to the Chelsea game, it's sort of extraordinary that, that this season um, going anywhere or having anyone come to us kind of holds no fears now mm. you know we said that about the united game yeah. you know we went to the we went to the theater of dreams which the their announcer said about six times throughout <laughs> the day this kind of embarrassing <laughs> embarrassing overuse of the words theater of dreams um you know we went there and you just thought well we've got a chance in this game it's mm. only manchester united yeah. and you know for that to be the case and that disappointment with a point at chelsea absolutely yeah, thinking, yeah. Well, you know, as, as jim quite rightly said having bossed the game yeah um and uh, particularly a team who in recent seasons we've not had the best of luck against no, no. or the best performances either um and that was the 
particular feeling of injustice coming away from that, and you're disappointed with, yeah. with yeah. the point at these places. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you know, we're having great. I mean, you know, the the, uh, the lineup for goal of the West Ham goal of the season has got some yeah. fantastic contenders, doesn't it? This year, I mean, yeah. Lanzini's goal at Chelsea was superb. Yeah. What a strike that was. Yeah. yeah, Carroll's yeah. effort weren't bad either, was it? No, no. Probably through ball from yeah, yeah. Again. It was a through ball. He slightly duffed the shot. I thought he kind of hit oh, it yeah, into yeah, the ground, into the ground. You know, yeah. but uh, it, yeah. actually that worked in his favour yeah. in a way. Yeah. He was slightly wrong footed. The, 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 the move and the yeah. fluidity. Just of it quickly going back to the referee thing and going back to Saturday though, I, I think an equal, in, not perhaps as crucial as but an equally significant decision in a way was was to book Noble that early on yeah. for mm. that and challenge. Reed as well. Um, mm. And uh, you know, I I. Yeah, it was it was late, but it's the kind of that's a fifty fifty one, isn't yeah. it? They don't always get that, no. and that really sort of well, you know, your man you, then's worried, isn't he? For your the next key tackle. kind of busy midfielder mm-hmm. is on a yellow card from that early on yeah. in the game, and that that hampers you, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it seems that it seems that in the last few years that that kind of uh, the the sort of phenomenon of trying to even even up a game and sort of orchestrate the game to be more entertaining on the part of the referees. I don't know if it's always been like that, but it feels like it's sort of come into it a lot. Also, the idea of um, uh, you know ruining the game as a contest early on by either sort of booking a defensive midfielder or a central defender. Mm. You know, giving them a yellow card really early on in the game, or sending someone off really early in the game and just fucking the whole ninety minutes because you know it's kind of eleven against ten. Um, I think, I think, I think, yeah. I mean, I think the technology exists now. To, I mean, I'm not necessarily, I'm not <coughs> quite necessarily arguing for um, video refereeing during the game, but the 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 the, the, the technology exists now for people to be cited post game. Yeah. I mean, red cards do spoil games sometimes in mm. spectacles. Yeah, they, they do. Really, they make they such do. a big difference yeah, yeah, yeah. to the way the yeah. game is going to go. Yeah. And I just wonder whether, you know, there could be a certain set of offences where... Um, I mean, I think we do, I mean, it's been mentioned before by many people, isn't it, to bring it in for diving. Coutinho's dive. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. outrageous. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of fans would like to see <laughs> that to be retrospectively yeah. well, cited like people are cited for violent conduct yeah. in in rugby mm. and a three match ban for that. Mm. That, that you know that pisses fans off more more than anything else really well that's it? right i mean uh, you know i i've said this you know hundreds of times since we've begun doing this podcast because the game's run by it fuckwits uh the you know the the very early on this uh players have to so, so, you know set an example to young fans so so things like fisticuffs that are really unimportant are made to seem sort of important because they are yes no we do you know yeah. kids in the playground will start sort of shoving each other around kids in the playground <laughs> shove each other around <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's what fucking kids do what what should be Discouraged is institutional cheating, cheating yes. like mm. fucking bankers do. <laughs> you know, what? Yeah. It's, you know yeah. and, and and it's like you know, God, it's, Take you get so political about away. it, can't you? It's the Tories <laughs> that put the cages yeah. up. You know, yeah. 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 fucking, you know, it's going to yeah. be a left wing Che uh, <laughs> Guevara like rant from me in a minute. But it is that you know that it's that ethos. That goes, oh, well, we can't, we can't possibly yeah. have these uh, footballers just shoving each other around and like tripping each other up and stuff like that. And you go, well, that happens. And then cheating, they just let that slide because it's, it, yeah. it's white collar crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheating is white collar crime. I, and so, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, all in all, it is easy to, 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 to sort of get a kind of chip on your shoulder about it and, 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 and feel 
that we should be a in the semi-final of the FA Cup and four points and you know, better off and in full, uh, fourth place in the in the Premier mm-hmm. League. But actually, particularly the, in the case of the, the Palace game, we do need to be more ruthless at mm. both ends of the pitch, yeah, particularly yeah. against teams below us who are clearly there for the taking. They, they were nervous. Yes, you yes, can see yes. the edginess in the Palace team, um, and we didn't. You know, we weren't. We didn't. We didn't iron out the mistakes at the back. Well, we, and no, we had two horrendous, horrendous mistakes, mistakes, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not often this season. You see us drop two massive clangers. Well, like you go back to those Bournemouth and Leicester games where, where that mm. same thing happened. Yeah, yeah. And Watford away. We, gave, we gave, gifted mm-hmm. Watford their two goals away. Yeah. That's right. I mean, the, you know, certainly on the Facebook page, uh, the Hammer Time Facebook page, um, there's a notion that the, the, the ref kind of ruined the game with the sending off. But, uh, but, mm. but I mean, they were having a much better second half than their disastrous yeah. first half. Yeah. Palace were just... Yeah. We should have been out of sight in the then. first half. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, 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 at some point I turned to Pete and said, this has got to be 80% possession to us. This is insane. And mm. in fact, um, when, when Palace scored their goal, yeah. just the words, Palace's lead was to last less than, just, <laughs> you know, I just could see Pop that just the yeah. second the restart happened after they scored, they're back in their own 18-yard box again, which is where they spent the whole yeah. game. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I thought... Yeah. But we shouldn't have given them the lead. We should have no. been 2 or 3-0 up at half-time, and then it wouldn't have mattered if yeah, you know, yeah. the sending-off mm. wouldn't have mattered. I, I'm you not know. sure. I know, Jim, you, you thought that if we kept 11 men on the pitch, we, we would have won it. But I we, we were... We no, were I, we I thought we were... No, we would. We were sort of second-best in the second half. Well, I think no, the key, no, that, we, the, the key moment was losing that man in front of the back four and then not replacing someone. No. He carried on with the substitution. Because he was stripped off, ready to come on, and he should have changed that, yes. Having said said that how many times has Slavin Bilic got it wrong this season no, very rarely really, no, and, and once you've played that second substitute because Carroll by then was already on the pitch mm-hmm. you've only got one left I've got a slight fear also that, that Pyatt is kind of now undroppable unsubstitutable yes and he should have gone he should have been substituted I thought yeah. um, when Obiang came on because yeah. he was really running out of puff wasn't he he wasn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't tracking anybody back mm. and you're playing with 10 men you do need legs yeah. and I know he could I know yeah. you could get a chance and he'd score the goal out of nothing, yeah, of yeah. course. But you've got Lanzini who can do that. Yeah, you, yeah. Had, the, um, you had the noble yellow card to uh, think about. And as you, well, had, you did have the noble yellow card to think about. That's mm, true. Yeah. I mean, I, but which makes the Valencia substitution all the more baffling. Yes, absolutely. Actually, yeah. mm. so um, I, you know, uh, yeah, he, he's on the whole, he's 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 been proactive and positive with substitutions. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to give Valencia games. a run out, didn't he? Sort of like, yeah, you know, yeah. I think he. he yeah. Well, that, that kind of really, if you think about it, that sums up what's been going wrong with us up front. If you look at our forward players. Mm. Uh, Valencia's like started 10 matches something mm. like that mm. yeah. I mean Sacco's only started in, like 14 matches mm. Carroll you know, he's super sub he's I think 7 I mean I'm remembering these figures I'm, yeah, yeah. I might be slightly off but I think he's only started 7 matches you look at Leicester and Vardy and Mahrez have started over 30 yeah. matches well that's that, that really in you the know. end has been the difference between them and us this season yeah. I mean we, we've had you know they have stayed injury free a bit mm. like we did in 85-86 yeah. and um, they, they've, they've really benefited from that because mm. they've they, they, consistent team they all know what they're doing yeah. they've really playing with confidence but they've also got a nailed on goal scorer yes and we don't have that no. at the moment well one who can stay fit as well 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, you imagine that a fully fit, fully functioning Sacco probably would be, but I yeah. don't think he's quite in that Vardy, you know, that, that quite in no. that class. I don't but then know. who thought Vardy was in that class? No, no, ago? no. That's I mean, thing, then he scores it? that goal against Germany. Just I mean, give someone a chance it, anyway. once yeah. they get the, the toe. So I'm sure the priority in the summer will be yeah. the, a, a kind of, you know, an upgrade on, on, on the yeah. striking options. Well, Emanique's not going to last, is he? No, no, he works hard. Back, he yeah, works hard, but yeah. he, he's not awful. But I he's got not, a, a, you know. a tweet from someone in Turkey when when we signed him, saying it's like sent me a link to some video of Emaniki's howlers in Turkey. And there's one particular match where he actually asked to be substituted because he was getting so much hassle <laughs> from yeah. the home fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like in his first match, straight away a tweet landed about two minutes after the final whistle. See, he didn't score. He's rubbish. Mm-hmm. And then of course he scored a couple of goals at Blackburn. And I didn't hear from the guy for about mm. two or three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But having yeah. said that, I thought he had a poor first half, but then second half, first 15 minutes before he was subbed, he was doing all right. Yes, yeah. he was. And then it was of, it seemed to be a pre-programmed yeah. substitution yes. Yes. on the yeah. hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds like I'm, I'm not knocking Bilic for his, you know, I wouldn't, no, wouldn't, no. wouldn't dream no. of it. But well, he was ma- at least he was making positive changes, which, yeah. and, and you could have kind of thought that but, um, if yeah. Allardyce had yeah. been there still it would have been a it would have been get That's Tompkins right. on yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Carroll coming on late has been a big factor in us getting late goals in games hasn't it yeah. I mean yeah. he has caused yeah. all kinds yeah, of chaos up, in defences yeah. yeah yeah he's no, been important good. you know um uh so we um Deciding whether we should talk about the uh, prospects for the Arsenal game or talk about the uh, testimony. Let's talk about the testimony. The testimony. Yeah, I think we should because it was a, it was yeah. a great celebratory <clears throat> event, wasn't it? It's brilliant. Um, mm. You sense there were a lot of people making their last visit ever to the ground. Yeah. There were families. You know, it had a, it had that kind of. Well, you know, testimonials used to when the money was <clears throat> for the player and were, was genuinely possibly life changing amount of money or life enhancing yeah. amount of money for the player because players weren't paid as well as they are now. Mm. They'd be attended by about nine thousand people. Yeah. Uh, this was like you know, Mark Noble doesn't need the money; it's a sellout. Uh, but also, the money's going to charity instead yeah. of to him. Yeah. Uh, um, and this is ironic, you know, because we saw there were, there were testimonials for terrific players that yeah. uh, that people kind of didn't go to, I guess, because they went, oh, it's not going to mm. be a very good game. Well, as you say, it's, it's nice, a different era, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're very fat, and BT's showing it live. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Me, me and Absolutely. my lad got home, and like my mum, who lives miles away from us, she'd watched it on telly. Yeah, BT my wife showed. had sat at home yeah. and watched the whole game, including the hour build up uh, on yeah, the yeah. telly. It was yeah. like a cup final almost. Well, because, I mean, you know, you know, in a way, I mean, that West Ham Legends team, there were some pretty legendary people yeah. turned up. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, you know, it's for, for there to be, whether you like West Ham or not, mm. Manchester United and England's Rio Ferdinand, Manchester United and England's Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. You know, there's people, Paolo Di Canio, there's people turning up, you yeah. know, on the pitch at that game that are a kind of of interest to mm. most football fans. Well, my lad's been telling people he's seen Paolo Di Canio score a goal for West Ham. <laughs> yeah, right. So and, and many other names. And also people like Matthew Etherington, who, yeah, like, yeah. he hadn't particularly, hadn't spoken about Matthew Etherington before the game, but like saw the name, and also his mum came up to me the other day and wanted to know who this person called Christian Daly was, who I was quite happy <laughs> for him to have some liaison with her at some stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's been singing a particular song around the house that he yeah. didn't know until we went to Mark Noble's testimonial. Yeah. Does the missus like uh, Christian Daly? <laughs> she likes curly hair. Oh, well, there you are. <laughs> I'm getting older. Mine's flattened out now. So, so. You could get a perm. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Kevin, Kevin Keegan, Keegan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was fun, uh, wasn't it? It's was sort a- of a uh, the um, 
what you forget and what I forgot, because, you know, it's a packed ground, is that because the mm. two teams are the same team, no one knows what to shout. And a lot of yeah. the game, even though people are really enjoying it, it takes place in a funereal silence. <laughs> you know, there's a, you, you could really hear the players just shouting, you know, at each other very clearly, because, because no, one in the, no one in the crowd is partisan. So in the end, the fans start taking the piss <laughs> out of that. And what, yeah. it was fantastic when yeah. your, your support, support was fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, it was like, shall we sing a song for shall you? Shall we sing a song? <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> who, yeah, who the fucking hell are you? <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the best one was one nil and you still don't <laughs> sing. One nil and you still don't sing. It was just brilliant. Um, noble sort of, you know, a Rosetta, and they went, "What the <laughs> fucking hell was that?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to their own player, it was brilliant. It uh, was good fun, and little fun. little bits of kind of history wrapped in there. Mm. Um, uh, even though he was offside, Harewood celebrating his goal yeah, like he, sure. in exactly the same way Taking as he celebrated the, the one at Middles, yeah. Uh, yeah. against Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, Adrian, even though he missed his penalty, yeah. <laughs> still Ludo doing his celebration, the celebration yeah. as if he scored it. <laughs> Ludo lifting up Jimmy Walker on his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adrian throwing his, he threw his gloves up in the air, yeah, And Jimmy Walker came out and threw his gloves away as well. Uh, Monker <laughs> fouling someone before he touched <laughs> the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he, was like, he was going for it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, like and the challenges. Ashton overhead kick, which oh, well, was just I mean, a peak. That? That that was was just and I mean, you know, it, it sort of. I mean, it really did bring a kind of a tear to the eye because it was like worlds, worlds collide. What mm. a player from a different era yeah. crosses for for oh, Ashton Bishop, to Bishop's score. Bishop, ball was great. Bishop, yeah. crosses for Ashton. It's, it's and, like you know, playing FIFA like sixteen West, or something yeah. with with players that you can select yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He could still Ham. be he could still be playing, couldn't he, Ashton? Just about if he'd stayed fit. Just about. Yeah. Just yeah. about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, once he took that fat suit off. <laughs> well, how old is he? What, he's about 34, yeah. 36, 34. Yeah, yeah. It could be 31, 32. Well, players that look like they could still play... From from the first like whistle, Bellamy, Bellamy, absolutely <laughs> Bellamy, I'd say half the teams in the Premiership could still probably do with yeah. Bellamy. Yeah, Aston yeah. Villa, he would be Aston and Villa's his attitude striker. as well when he missed and like went up to the post and kicked it. <laughs> yeah, and was yeah. like, but then his finish was really good. You know, yeah. a lot of those goals were being allowed to happen by the other team. Yeah. Bellamy's finish was like you know, was moved cracking. it sideways, sort of just took it, redirected it with the side of his uh, foot. Ben Ayoun you know, looked yeah. handy. And Ben Ayoun looked great. Um, probably the oldest player that looked like he could play now was like Sheringham was like so tidy and yeah. you know like that uh, the interplay it's, with Harewood for Harewood's goal yeah. was brilliant he's only retired a couple of years sense, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's listened, you know, it didn't barely look like he was running and yet he just kept appearing in the right area yeah yeah for the that was always what he was like wasn't he when you watched when yeah. you watched him play just always received the ball yeah, in space yeah. it was mm. never ever had a man on his backside ever mm. and yet he he's didn't hardly, seem to be making any effort to find that space to get anywhere, was he? just he's one of football brains on either showing him as him like we say he obviously pretty, pretty much the same as ourselves yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Far, yeah. fast yeah. metabolism he's got a fast metabolism yeah yeah does a lot of cocaine hair would look good yeah well I'll tell you what you know and I mean as much as we love him you know, someone who is still playing, Colton who was shit, <laughs> was Colton Cole. Harewood, you were going, that's a better player. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. even based on a friendly knockabout, 
which yeah. is what that game was. Harewood, you were going, he looks good. Carlton Cole, you thought, he hasn't looked yeah. good. Do you know what? Well, Harewood did a particular turn. I don't know if you remember in that playoff uh, game at Ipswich when we broke and he crossed for Zamora. Yes. Yeah. When he first got the ball, when it was just on the edge of our area, he did a little sort of cut with the ball that went through the defense, the, or the attacking Ipswich players' legs and then belted down the line. Mm. He did a, a similar move in that game to the point where my nine-year-old, who obviously wasn't old enough Mm-mm. to have been at that Ipswich game, but has seen it when I've played it yeah, to yeah. death on TV, was like, he's just done that turn, Dad. Yeah, like, yeah. You're right, he's still got those little yeah, yeah. twists and turns. And yeah. he was, as you he say. Was good, he was good. It, it was makes a, you wonder what he's been doing for the last few years, because he kind of peaked it out. He was at Barnsley uh, in places, hard, wasn't he? He was at Blackpool for a while, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, it's... Well, yeah, basically, Hartley people Hartley who were desperate. Hartlepool? Yeah, I think so. I, think mm. yeah. I, might be, I might have imagined that. I don't know where he is now. I might be just saying Hartlepool because it's got a pool in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's certainly not in Liverpool. No, he's not in Liverpool. Um, no. Um, yeah, no, it was great. It was, it was fun. But it was great. It's sort of like, um, because they're kind of pale colours against the pale blue sort of shirt and yeah. you know the fact that just substitutions are happening every three seconds <laughs> like ice hockey matches it's yeah. like suddenly there's like an entire new team out there and you haven't really well, not even that people who've been playing for one team in the first half suddenly turn the other team, team in the second, second half. yeah it was great that it, was, it was sort of great you thought oh shit De has gone we yeah, yeah. First. but he comes out in a different <laughs> shirt and uh, Sinclair came back as well yeah. but just like even did you notice the, the understanding players, between the two of them from the second they hit they, the pitch. They started, and Sinclair said afterwards, actually, they'd, they'd had a walk around the pitch chatting about times of old, and obviously yeah. it was that goal against Wimbledon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It had there been the chance to recreate it, they'd have probably tried it. Yeah, but yeah. he said they were having a little chat beforehand and just saying, well, look, we haven't got the legs, so let's just do the little passes into the channels yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stay yeah. close, just yeah. stay close. Well, Di Canio barely fucked up a pass you know his, mm. his sort he, of he, uh, he passed through to Bellamy for that one on yeah one. yeah that's right I mean he was all over the place yeah, so yeah. Just, his think, passing was terrific to Canyon. Yeah, I really. think for me the, the, the really significant thing about that as, a, as, a, as an event as a day was we've had several years of kind of divisiveness amongst fans mm-hmm. you know a manager who clearly wasn't a good fit for the club mm. um, a lot of pragmatism a lot of sort of sense that we'd lost our way a little bit with, with some all the kind of going right back to the kind of biscuit men and the um, eggy and, the, and then the Tevez affair and all that so there's a real sense that the, that the club is now on a on a, on a on a different yeah. basis now, mm, and then mm, people have come together again. It was a real kind of family gathering, yes, it wasn't was. it? Yeah, yeah. And a real mm. sense that okay, you know, a lot of people not happy about in many, so many ways about the move, but a real sense that we're embracing it now, yeah. and we're mm, going mm. for whatever happens in the future. You know, there is a sort of sense of oneness about the club. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. is brilliant, and it's on the pitch and off the pitch, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. it was a terrific event, and and actually, Ashton's goal lent the whole thing as sort of like a, a kind of um, a gold leaf of yes. class as well because yeah, yeah. it was just fucking brilliant it was, yeah. it was, it was. like well, you know it was that I mean, good Palo Di Cano actually posted it on his own Facebook oh, page oh did he yeah so yeah, Di Cano yeah. put someone yeah, else's goal on his own page yeah you know when it went in everyone just the whole stadium went yeah. woof cause actually, cause, and again there was like a kind of quick sort of time delay because the audience the, the crowd didn't sort of feel you know, I didn't think it had happened. Yeah. And it just went, you know. <laughs> the other up. thing with Ashton's goal, I think, was it, it was a final chance. A lot of players disappear over the over the years, don't they? And you never get the chance to sort of mm. uh, show your appreciation. Yeah, and when yeah. when Ashton put that goal in, I think everybody rose as one. And yeah, yeah. Not, it's not just 
you know, cheering because it was a great goal, but it's warm applause and yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. you know, Dino, yeah. Dino. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, he sort of petered away and disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Off. Ne- we never got the chance to sort of say goodbye. Yes, no, that's right. It was, uh, it was a very touching. Well, yeah, it was, was very also, touching as, you, as you say, a kind of poignant sense of what, what we missed, what we could have yeah, yeah. been. Yeah. Well, Bellamy as well. Oh, you know Bellamy. I mean, you know. Crikey, yeah. Bellamy would have been a cult hero at West Ham if he yeah. sort of stayed fit and played five seasons for us. Yeah. Mm. He would just been a cult hero. Because he was just, he will just stick the ball in the net. You know, yeah. it's like... He's never played well, more than two years anywhere, though, has no, he? No, that's right. No, no. I think, yeah, but I mean, I think he would, he if they the hadn't sold him, he, he might have, have, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah What's the thing with his full season with us was we were playing that sort of fast attack. We had Everton out there as well, bombing around. Yeah. We yes. were playing that fast-breaking uh, attacking football, and you did as you just said to him. You felt when Bellamy had the ball, mm-hmm. he was going to put it in the net. Yeah, yeah. You just felt that was going to oh, happen. Yeah, yeah that's Which right. was we hadn't had that feeling for quite some no, time. No, no, Those no, games sorry. away at Reading early in that season, and then yeah. the Boxing Day game at Portsmouth. Yeah. they were they were fantastic performances, weren't mm. they? Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, I've been very critical of Kirbyshley, but to be you, he was trying to play that fast. Yeah. counter-attacking style and he was hampered by injuries well, to be, yeah, to be well, fair. So we didn't realise at the time yeah. that and he could course, see what was going on yes, behind the scenes yes, as well which yeah. is why he got mm-hmm. out yeah. So. Yeah. yeah well Kieran Dyer uh, getting his legs snapped in half yeah. early yeah, on yeah, that yeah, was a problem was Bellamy was in was sort of a bit injury prone I think Bellamy yeah. even arrived injured didn't he I think was that pre or post sort of Edrington's kind of kind of addiction problems was that was that I, I think it was he was playing well at he was still there at that time wasn't he he was playing well at that time yeah uh, yeah. Oh, I always liked Edrington. I always thought he was never quite got the got the full support of, of everybody. Did he in the crowd? You didn't think every ball, a lot of people, in particular session, would say, "Oh, he's a bit of a one-trick pony," or you know, he's a bit. You know, well, sometimes you get, need some one-trick pony. Well, yeah, I thought he was to, more to, than to do that, the job, and he could do his job. Yeah. Well, I think his form fell away. I mean, you know, in in the defence of the supporters, I think in a way his form sort of petered away, and he became. A little erratic and unpredictable, as his you know off-field problems were happening. So, yeah. so I think in a, I, I don't think the fans turned against him or didn't like him. I think they just started to go, oh dear. But you, know. Remember, like, you know, in a way, Jarvis was he, never <clears throat> openly booed to the extent no. that I was inside well, my I, head every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, but the crowd I know, were hoping Edrington, that Edrington yeah. was well supported in the ground. I always yeah, thought. Yeah, like, yeah. And then there are players sometimes, and I think in this modern age where some people see them live week in week out, see their work ethic mm-hmm. and everything, um, and and other people only watch streams. And I'm yeah. not yeah, criticising yeah. them for yeah, that, yeah. but I think you do get a different perception. And there are certain players who you feel are always really well supported live in the ground, yeah. Yeah. but then when you read comments on social media get and I would put Valencia in that camp at yeah, the moment I, agree I always with feel people really like him at, at he works weekend. his nuts yeah, yeah. Exactly. He? You know, and yet yeah. he often gets criticism yeah, on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. social media yes that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah the end of Valencia song is quite sort of yeah. strongly yeah, yeah, yeah. sung you know yeah, I think yeah. I think mm. the fans the fans want him to be good they you know they see the international performances I think that those those yeah. those do register with the fans because he quite often scores when he go, you know, goes yeah. off to the other side of the world and plays for Ecuador against someone mm. else um, uh, I, and uh, he doesn't yeah. score enough goals for us that's that's again like I said you know he started 10 matches this season yeah so, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. got to give the guy a, a chance yeah. 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 yeah yeah 
No, we've been um, hit by injuries definitely this season. Up front, there's mm. no question. Well, the, the thing about that, that 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 formation is that like like starting MNEK up front and having Sacco in the kind of three behind the front man you can do that with those because Valencia would suit that very well you yeah, know yeah. not being the solo, He's versatile, I think. solo yeah, front man yeah, so there's a yeah. there's a scope to include these guys either up front or move them back into that sort of following pack yeah because they've got the chops to to pass interchange you know bomb forward um and that's that's the one thing that sort of should make that system work but mm. but i think we probably will buy a kind of stronger front man for yeah. next season yeah. you know like yeah. a kind of if you want you have a real super sort of we've got know. to put full back right as well looking ahead yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know we need a right back mm. we um we have to wrap this up uh, right. this. uh so we've got our uh, predictions for the weekend against arsenal i'm not scared i'm not scared <laughs> I'm a little bit scared. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rob's a little bit scared, yeah. Mm. yeah. But that's just the way I am. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Sanchez has sort of hit his straps a bit, hasn't he? Yeah. He mm-hmm. looks good. Um, they might, he might choose that game to give Wilshire a run out, in which case we'll, <laughs> we'll win like 4 0. Why wouldn't you give Wilshire um, a run out? I think we'll raise our game. I think we'll raise our game. Yeah, I think, I, think it'll be, I think it'll be you know, a good contest. Yeah. If we go at it with the attitude we had against Spurs, then, yeah, then we've I got think every that, chance. I think it'll be yeah. like that. We'll be in their faces and we'll be up for it. Well, mm. I think the problem is we haven't been as up for it as we needed to be mm. against teams below us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what do we think? Predictions, Jim. Two-one, uh, Jim. I'm going to go for a two-two, uh, Jim. You just <laughs> just stole my uh, prediction. I will go with one-one then. I think draws, draws. Two-one, you reckon? <coughs> I think we're going to beat them. Two-two, yeah. one-one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. Um, yeah. Double over Arsenal. Double over Liverpool this season. Yeah, I just, I just feel it'd be like it. Man City. Great, great away performance. We, it's Arsenal are just on a bit of a roll at the moment. They've got that young yeah. lad, uh, uh, Wula, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. coming and he's played just, uh, two goals in two yes, starts. Yes, yeah. Uh, Sanchez has started playing well again. Yeah, yeah. They, they've clicked in the last couple. Well, of weeks, you know, so. Welbeck's sort of all right, isn't he? He's all right. He's all right. Wouldn't make West Ham yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 3-2. 3-2. 3-2. Three, two. Three, two. Goal fest all round then. Even the draws are goal fest. I'm going for a goal fest. 3-2. All right. Uh, well, that's, that's it for this week's uh, Stop Hammer Time. Uh, we'll see you uh, next week after the Arsenal game. Uh, with me being Jim Grant. Cheerio. Rob Banks. Bye. Jim Monroe. Cheers, fellas. My name's Phil Whelans. Come on, you Irons. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at West Ham Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners Sports Revolution on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.